Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, so yeah. His 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And uh, today we actually have a special guest on the podcast. Please welcome Karis Rossi. Hey! Karis. Yay! It's yeah, in, insert air horn <laughs> Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're actually trying out having guests on the show, so um, welcome. Thanks for being here, Karis. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, All the way from Princeton, New Jersey, oh, just man. for the podcast. Just you, for the podcast. You came here from a nice college to hang out with us drunk assholes for a night, so that's cool. <laughs> um, so, um, let's uh, let's crack these open to see what we got here. Um, Josh, oh what, what do we got? What do we got? Today, <laughs> we have Mama. Victoria... Victoria from from Mexico. Mexico. It's uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to fool you and think it was from Mexico, but it was actually from just down the street where I live. So this didn't actually come from Mexico. I mean, I was ready to tell a story, but nah, unfortunately, it didn't. Not this time, anyway. Maybe next time. I will open the beer. Thank you. Service, sir, cerveceria, cerveceria Modelo. Is that how you pronounce that? Don't drink. Probably it not. Don't drink it Probably. Um, like cervecheria. <clears throat> oh yeah. Wait. Do you do you speak Spanish, Karis? I worked at Cabo Cantina for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough for me. I had, uh, I had two years of Spanish in high school. Oh, that's awesome. Three and, uh, boys? <laughs> and I have uh, <laughs> I have many Spanish-speaking friends. Very nice. I can understand it pretty well. I can't, okay. I can't speak it very well, but I, I can right. understand. It there you go. Well, uh, cheers, everybody. First guest on the podcast. Woo! <laughs> mm. Wow. Well, if this ain't heaven, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty good, actually. It's like it kind of has like a bitter aftertaste, almost. But... I don't think I've ever had this beer before. Yeah, I definitely haven't. Um, I do like it, Victoria. Yeah, it's doing it. It's we doing should it uh, contact them. <laughs> Dear Victoria, <laughs> the bottle, the you bottle is great uh, beer. XOXO. It's so smooth as it against my lips each time I take a swig. Oh baby, that's kind of weird to say. But <laughs> it's like all round and smooth and shit. Would you say it's similar to a bottle, Josh? <laughs> no, it's smoother and like rounder than most other forty. Oh, um, oh, the bottle. Yeah, the bottle. Yeah, mm. it I, is smooth. We should have like a bottle comparison sometime. Are there any bottles that are rough? That's kind of um, a weird well. Part of it is that part of it is that it's a you need a, a, a bottle opener. Like there's no uh, ridges. There's, okay, there's no ridges is part of it, but that's fair. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Josh getting down with the texture. Um, okay, well, <laughs> not to get too deep into texture. Here. I used to I used to not like certain foods just because of texture. Really, I agree. What about you? Um, actually, for a while, I thought that I was allergic to sesame seeds because uh, whenever I ate them, I would get all phlegmy, but then I realized it was basically the texture and it was psychological. Oh, okay. um, yeah. I, uh, I used to not like jello because it was just, I hated the texture, and I used to not like. Uh, wait, what do you mean you didn't like the texture of jello? It's like, it's gelatin. It's squishy and gross. I don't like it. It's, it like dissolves in your mouth, but there's not really a texture, is there? It's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like something 
It's like a giant. <laughs> it's like a giant jellified mucus. It's I don't like it. Oh. I also didn't like cheese because a lot of cheeses what? were really chewy. Like the taste of what? cheese itself was like good, but certain cheeses I was like, oh, I gotta chew this forever. That's how I feel about poorly cooked steak. Mm, yeah, that's true. Like really, like steak that's like too like gamey or too rare. Yeah, if it's too gamey, I get like kind of weirded out. Like, yeah. have you ever had alligator? I have actually. <laughs> um, amazingly, I've actually had alligator. Seriously? Have you ever caught and killed an alligator? Because <laughs> I have. <laughs> Karis Rossi, alligator hunter. Um, if Princeton doesn't work out. You know where you'll find me in the mud. Oh yeah. Going back to Florida. <laughs> Gonna wrangle some gators. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, the only kind of alligator I've ever had is actually, um, because it's Seth, uh, alligator nuggets. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm actually I serious. I didn't know that was a thing. It is a thing. Um. I've not had, the, I've had alligator, alligator it's like an alligator appetizer from the restaurant in Bass Pro Shops. Did you know they have a restaurant? They do. I did not know that. <laughs> they do. Wow. And they serve alligator. They do. That is really, yeah. It's a big fish tank. It's like really, the ambiance is really woodsy. Oh my God. For a second, I thought you meant that they keep like the alligators that they cook Shoot, in the fish that tanks. that would be cool if you could pick the alligator. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be creepy. That'd though. be really, that'd be scary. Be like, I want that one, and then it starts like chomping at you, and you're like, oh my Whoa. gosh, alligators are serious, man. Yeah, no serious business. Joke. They kill people. They do. <laughs> they kill lots of things. Actually, I was always impressed with those uh, with those birds that would go into alligators' mouths and like clean their teeth and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a great relationship. Yeah, very very ballsy move by those birds. This is cool. Yeah, I'm being educated. <laughs> you know, we try to be an educational podcast. This is better than about. Animal Planet. Really? Definitely. I don't know. Yeah. Steve Irwin is pretty, pretty great. He's a pretty great peace. dude. R.I.P. Dude. Wow, I got really somber all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, I, know, let's... I don't know how much I should keep like talking or like <laughs> let you take the lead. No, it's fine. Well, I was about to. Go, I was about to say, let's go into the music here. Um, so normally, what we do is we first go through the top five plus one and um, see what they are if we haven't done them yet. Uh, number one is Still Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Uh, it's, I think this is the fourth or fifth week it's been there now. Um, number two is Havana uh, by uh, Camila Cabello featuring Young Thug. Number three is Rockstar, which is Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. Number four is Thunder by Josh's favorite band, Imagine Dragons. Uh-huh. And then he number cries every time he hears it. <laughs> every time. Like, I cry. Passion. <laughs> Tears of anger. Tears of passion. I just imagine you clenching the wheel of your car and being like, those bastards. <laughs> like every time. So I pull over. I can't drive. With <laughs> Too much passion. When a tear comes out of his eye, he clenches his butt a little bit and it sucks back in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, uh,. I didn't know that. That's I'm learning more about Josh every, every second here. Um, and then number five is No Limit, which is Jeezy, ASAP Rocky, Cardi B. We went over that. Mm. So then we have number seven, Teen, uh, <laughs> which is uh, which is him and I, which is also Jeezy. Weirdly enough, okay. Uh, can I, I w- except it's Halsey. Yeah, what's up? I want to quickly explain because Karis, <laughs> Karis didn't know the jokes. So I was looking forward to that. <laughs> When we were doing, when we first came across number 17, Seth was just, you know, so, he didn't have the wear, we'd been working so hard, so we get to 17 and Seth's like, and number 17, like he accidentally paused really long, <laughs> so we made, we made a big joke of it, so now we announce it every week. Oh! <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. I like it. So that's yeah. the five plus one. Um, 
There you go. So, um, that being said, now we get into the songs that we are going to uh, review this episode, which is starting with number 35, Finesse, uh, Bruno Mars, which I'm excited oh, about, okay. Bruno Mars and Cardi B together. What is, wait, what is the noise that she makes? What is the noise that she makes? Cardi B. Okay. <laughs> Wait, does Cardi B make that noise? Yeah, yeah. in interviews. Okay. So she's really excited. Yeah. She'll be like, uh, mm, but you know, you know, like some bitches. Yeah, she does it a lot. Karis showed me an interview wow. with her on Jimmy Fallon. I'm digging her, man. I'm digging, I'm digging you, Cardi B. Oh my God. I wish I had an inner Cardi B that I could like bring out. I think know? everyone has an inner Cardi B. I hope B. so, because mm. I like her. I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen, does Josh. Dad have an inner Cardi B? I've seen your dad's dance moves. I bet he does. Oh, I, I don't know if Cardi can dance. That's true. Uh, I, she probably can't dance as good as your dad. No, def- definitely <laughs> not. No, definitely not. <laughs> I funky, mean, funky dad is the, the man's got skills unmatched on the dance floor. Skills to pay the bills. Especially with that purple scarf. Oh yeah, that's uh, it's the tried cool. and true funky dad classic. Finesse by Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Okay, let's do it. Okay. to pay the bills. That's right. So, uh, what do we all think of this song, gang? Karen's gonna go first. Sure. I I <clears throat> love this song. I've heard this song before. I'm a big fan of Bruno. Mm. Not all of his songs, but I'm a fan of how talented he is. Mm. I was thinking about this. Sometimes I feel like if you really like the artist, even if the song isn't the best, you like the song more because you just appreciate their talent as a person. Yeah. But I do think the song is great. The beat reminds me of, like, old school 90s. Mm. What's that show? Yeah. It was like Soul Jam or something, you know, when they would all dance. Soul Train? Soul Train! Yeah. It reminds me of that. Soul Train. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of that era, and I like that he's bringing it back. Mm. Um, I love the beat. I think it's super danceable, and his voice is great. I wish there was more Cardi B, though. I was a little disappointed that she's not featured in yeah, a I found, lot. I found it odd that she literally just has a verse in the beginning, yeah. and then, then yeah. she's just out of it. I, I think Until it, the, like, in the end, kind of. It would have made sense to me if she had another verse, yeah. or mm-hmm. if, her, if her verse was in the middle. Like, I want her to be in the song more. Yeah. It sort of reminded me of, like, in, like, Umbrella, when it's, like, featuring Jay-Z, quote-unquote, and then he just has, like, that intro bar, and then the rest of it's all Rihanna. Like, that's kind of what that reminded me of. I, you know, honestly, like, I didn't mind that Cardi B was just in the intro, but I was a little surprised that she wasn't in it more. Yeah, same. I I thought her bar was, was, like, fine and it was good, but I was expecting her to, like, hop in, like, near the end, and then, like, when she didn't, and it went to the, to the, uh, to the bridge, I was like, oh, okay. One thing, a couple things I'll say that I noticed. Uh, one thing is that the beat totally reminds me of "Poison" by Bill Bev DeBoe, um, which is a great song. You should look it up, kids. I think that was '80s or '70s. It was like when the boy bands were like more like R&B boy bands, like when that whole trend was going. 
The other thing is that when Cardi B was rapping over that beat, it actually kind of reminded me of Salt and Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> like, like her, vo- like her voice, like actually reminded me of I forget which one was like the really like aggressive rapper in Salt and Pepper, but it totally reminded me of that, like that style, like you were saying with the throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's what they were aiming for. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because we were we've talked about on the podcast how like Bruno Mars now is kind of going for like this funk soul kind of throwback vibe. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm digging it. Yeah, I it think reminded it me a little bit of. Uh... When I was a child, I was very much into the film Three Ninjas. Oh hell yeah, dude! Hell and there's yeah. like there's like a lot of that and like a lot of <laughs> yeah. the, a lot of the synth yeah. effects and the like the drum fills. I was like, oh yeah, they're uh, they're going for it. It, it honestly, yeah. it felt a little. It felt like. Karis <laughs> is watching like what are like, you gonna say about my girl it, it honestly was like <laughs> she's watching dude <laughs> just so when I was listening I it, I was thinking this is a novelty song they're just they're sort of playing mm-hmm. on the cachet of like early 90s the, the awesomeness of early 90s yes. and like the nostalgia people mm-hmm. have for it and they're just sort of I didn't feel genuinely like happy and dancey on this one when I was listening to it. Well, you know, I think I, I I definitely agree that I think that they're taking advantage of a the fact that Cardi B is huge right now and yes, b the fact 100%. yeah and like b the fact that like you know throwbacks are also kind of all the rage now. But <laughs> despite the fact that it was a novelty song, I still enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it in in spite of and almost because of that actually. Wait, what do you mean novelty song? Like uh like it was going for a very specific like niche and it was. Mm-hmm. Like novelty in the sense that, like, like, you could put it on the shelf and be like, "That's pretty." Totally. No, I would say uh, part of what I would say is totally unoriginal. It was like, "Oh, this shit was so big back in the day. Let's just totally copy this." No, I agree with that. So, I think not a lot of artists are a lot of artists are repeating trends yeah. nowadays. So for them to throw it back seems original. It's not though. Right. But I do like the throwback. Yeah. It's actually interesting because uh, I was reading an article about how, like... Or not an article. Maybe it was just a tweet, because tweets are articles now. Um, but there was someone who mentioned that, like, you know, for to, to kids that were born after the 90s, like, this kind of stuff sounds new. Right. But for those of us who were born in, like, the 80s and 90s, we're like, oh, yeah, we've heard this before. So it's, like, it's the double-edged, like, to one group. It's like, oh, this sounds fresh and cool. And to the other half, it's like, oh, it's like a retro throwback. But how there's sort of, like, this line where, like, it's not really retro anymore to, like, a certain group of kids because they, like, didn't grow up with and didn't know it. Um, so it's almost more, yeah. it's more sneaky that way. Because you can, like, spring it yeah. on people without them knowing about it. Whereas, I, like, us old people are, like... Sometimes well, I hear songs and I'm like, um, that for sure sounds like a Backstreet Boys song. Right. No one knows who that is anymore. And I'm like, what? I know. I I'm, like, a little bit shocked. Yeah. I think that's, that's true. But at the same time, like, people that are in, like, most music lovers are, they know, like, at least broad history, and they understand music from the past. Yeah, that's fair. Especially now, so it's even easier to do that with the internet, so, like, right. I don't know. I don't I don't give them a pass. To me, to me it's like, <laughs> uh, it's a little unoriginal, and kind of like, we're gonna bank on this thing that's been done before, mm-hmm. and bank on Cardi B's huge success, and, like, I like, bank- I like Bruno Mars's voice, like, he's so skilled. <laughs> And he's like, I like it sometimes, but I'm not. I don't know. Josh, there, there's, there's, there's a lacking of like. Uh, I don't, I don't feel 
as strongly about or feel emotions as much as like other singers mm. when I hear him sing. Like some singers, you hear them and you're like, oh, they're like really skilled, and then other singers, you're just like totally engrossed. Well, I think to be fair though, that this wasn't a song where he was given a particularly large range to show his chops off. Uh, I think in songs like, for example, That's What I Like or Uptown Funk or other songs, like he's given more room to solo, whereas here it's more of like a it's more like a, a slower jam. So I think that he's not being as flashy. Um, it's, the, it's the emotion. It's not the flash. Well, right, but I mean, like, I think I that there's other songs where he's shown emotion better than in this song. Not for me. Like, what? and it's not it, it's not a generational thing, like, something that, one one example of many is, like, that blindsided me was Halsey. When, mm. I, when I heard her okay, sing, yeah. I, when I heard her sing, I was like, whoa, like, I was totally engrossed and, like, mm. she, I felt like she emoted and I was very engrossed when I heard her sing. Yeah. Or, like, there's other singers. Or, like, SZA. Or SZA, for sure. Yeah, she's another one. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it was a great song. Halsey, though, it's like I, if you hear enough of her songs, she I only sounds heard one. the same. Oh, really? Okay. So I start getting like, okay, I've heard been, I've heard this in the year past four songs. <laughs> right. We've only really heard one song yeah, by her. That That's one would be why. easy, right? Uh, well, that one, but also Bad at Love was also Oh, yeah. Bad at Love is a good song. That's the one I was thinking of, Bad at yeah. Love. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like if I listen to a whole album of Halsey, I might be like, okay, it's probably so similar, but... Oh no! I do like I do like finesse. I and it makes me want to dance. <laughs> I was like d- making up dance moves back here. Well, I was doing a lot of finger guns <laughs> and rolls. Nice. <laughs> I think I think overall I like Cardi more than Bruno on this track. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Give him a shout out. She's, she's shout out. Like, even, even though she is just doing her like she's doing the regular shtick. Like, it's just so convincing and kind of entertaining. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of just down, so it's, and I I'm don't t- even... And I'm telling you, <laughs> like, dude, that her voice combined with that beat with, like, the that snare tone is, like, super, like, catchy and super tight, and it sounds awesome, so... I would prefer, like... I, I like Bodak Yellow more. Okay. And I like 24 Karat Gold more. Hmm. Mm. Like, those two songs from these two artists I liked more than this one. Okay. 24 Karat is a great karaoke song. Uh, you could that's what it's it. called, right? 24 yeah. Karat Magic, actually. Magic, yeah. yeah. You could get into it, you know? You see that. I would definitely attempt to karaoke. I feel like if I was drunk enough, I would definitely karaoke Bruno Mars, despite the fact that I couldn't hit a lot of those high notes, and I'd be like, I don't give a fuck, and I would just go for it. <laughs> I'd be that guy. I karaoke last night. Nice. Super bass. Oh, that's a good choice. See, that song is good because it's got rapping and singing. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, before we go to the next song, um, Josh, you mentioned Three Ninjas, and I super want to tell a story relating to that. Um, do, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, how could I not mention, Karis had a crush. I was waiting to say it. On the oldest, <laughs> on the oldest brother, Rocky. And then oh, nice. when I was in fifth grade, I dated a boy in the sixth grade named Rocky. What? We didn't, when we started, we didn't do anything, though, you know, we were so, like, nervous. Did you tell him, though, that, that you liked him because his name shared the name of your crush from Three Ninjas? No. But I broke up with him like a week later. Oh, damn. Because another boy liked me. Also, he wasn't a ninja, so... I know. (laughs) You're not a ninja, you're out. It's a deal breaker. I did. I had a big crush on Rocky. That's so funny. I wonder what he looks like now. 
know. He's a little chubby. Is he? A little bit. A little no, bit no, the three Ninja Rocky. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's your story? You might be chubby too. So there was a party. <laughs> Probably. There was a party where uh, we, God, I don't even remember where we had come from, but for whatever reason, we were already pretty drunk and we were like, let's go to Josh's place and hang out and drink sangria. Fuck yeah. Uh, I, and it was a bunch of us and somebody it was like one of those parties where like you're all sitting around and you don't really know what to do and like someone in the back is like I'm gonna order a pizza hut and someone's like what do you want and then it takes like half an hour and someone's like I want wings and then like you know you suddenly like get the order like an hour later and there's like four buckets of wings and you're like I don't know who ordered all these wings and then you're like trying to figure it yeah. out Yeah. so like, it, was one, it was one of those and parties and then Seth eats all the wings and then I, I just, just ate kidding. all the wings cause I'm fuck it boneless? that didn't happen uh, no they were they were bone traditional they were they were boner wings. That's well, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> anyway, so we're at this party and um, someone was like, "Let's put on three ninjas" because there's nothing else happening. What? And I was, <laughs> and as as someone was like, "Let's put on three ninjas," I was having a Twitter argument with somebody because <laughs> I don't I, remember that. Well, I mean, I wasn't very vocal about it until it got to the crux when it came into the party. But basically, I was like, yo, Baby, I Got Your Money is the best Old Dirty Bastard song ever written. And someone else was like, nah, uh, Brooklyn Zoo is the best. And I was like, I don't believe that. And so <laughs> I put on the full album of... of, of um, well, it's the one that Brooklyn Zoo is on. I forget what it's called. But, like, the... the the um the album cover is like his like driver's license <laughs> that's the album cover and i put it on exactly when three ninjas started playing <laughs> and then it synced up like super super well oh, <laughs> so i just want to put it out there if you take the album of old dirty bastard Front, that one that has Brooklyn Zoo on it, and you sync that with the, the first Three Ninjas movie, it goes super well. It's almost like Wu Tang, but like not quite. So you should try it. I mean, ODB was a part of the Wu Tang, so it actually kind of makes sense that it would go well with like a martial arts movie. So there you go. Short story. Um, end scene. End scene. Cool. So uh, let's go to the next song, shall we? Were there, did anyone else have any final notes on that one? No good. Let's let's move on. Cool. So now we're going down to number 40, um, and it is uh, Let Me Go, Haley Steinfeld and Alesso featuring Florida Georgia Line and Watt. Wow. Yeah, what's up with Florida Georgia Line, like, featuring on, like, multiple top 40 songs? Help. They do need help. Have you seen one of their music videos? I can't. I love I love country music, but they have this music video uh -huh. where they literally the two men uh -huh. are standing on top of a semi truck. Oh yeah, while singing it's and one playing. For, it's the one for ride, right? Is it? I oh my god! So. And I'm like, you guys look so stupid right now. <laughs> Get off the semi truck. And then it cuts into the semi truck, and there's like strippers and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. stupid. That's not America. Fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> Not America, fuck yeah. But anyway, let's see let's see what they do on this track. Yes. See what happens. I've been hoping somebody loves you in the ways I couldn't. Somebody's taking care of all of the Someone you don't have to change. I've been hoping someone love you let me go.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's just been confirmed. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, get ready for this treasure trove to get opened. Make sure you're sitting. <laughs> Car- Karis Rossi has just announced to us some potentially deadly news. <laughs> that she was a fan of Puddle of Mud when she was younger. Oh, shoot. Yeah, man. And I, I, they had this really great song, and I was, like, really into it, and I thought the blonde singer was kind of cute. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, and do you this, remember what song it was? It, oh, shoot. It's like the, one of their most popular if you pulled it up. But it was like a song that was sad. Blurry? Is there a blurry song? Oh, yeah. No, that's actually that's actually a song I occasionally do still listen to. It was about <laughs> his son and his ex-wife. Right. right. And I was like, oh, my heart. It was like weirdly sad considering the rest of their songs were, you know, insert clip about smacking ass. I love the way you smack my ass. Insert clip about she fucking hates me. She fucking hates me. Like, it was about that. I was also a fan of, uh, is it 311? No, no. Well, 311's no, a wait, cool something, uh, something I can't remember. Something corporate? Yeah. Well, I was going to, you know, I share. hate you. Who sings the song, I hate you? Oh, uh, uh. Oh, shit. You know, their they're band is like a number. Three something grace. Three days grace. Three days grace. Yeah. I also like three days grace. I was like really cool back then. Did you ever listen to Buck Cherry? <laughs> I only know their one song. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, we all got our stuff we listened to. Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. That's a, a flash forward of my life catching gators, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be catching gators listening to Puddle of Mud. Yes. You're going to be catching gators in Puddles of Mud listening to Puddle of Mud. And I'll give my kids the. What's that haircut? Um. The hick one. Mullet? Mullet. Mullet, yeah. Sorry. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Um, cool. Well, after that, let's talk about this song. Um, I feel like I was cool with the song until the chorus hit, and I just felt like, I literally felt like someone came up and just, like, smacked me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, the way the beat dropped, it was like, and, like... All the voices. Yeah, like why was there There's like, so much going on? It sounded like on? a ch- child was that, chorus. <laughs> yeah, it was that big ass chorus. It was like really tinny sounding. And yeah. Like it was like almost hurt my ear a little bit. You know why? It's because it like her her low her low delivery was happening, mm-hmm. but in the background she was like yelling the chorus in like a higher <laughs> octave, but it was like all like echoed out and like delayed out. And so it sounded yeah. like, it literally sounded like someone had like put her in a cave and was like, sing the song, 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 song. Here's the thing, like... <laughs> I like the snaps. I actually... Oh, yeah, the snaps. I liked the the melody and the chords in the beginning. Me yeah. Too. I was like, oh, I like, this is, you know... Yeah. I like, this is pleasing me. Uh, <laughs> this pleases me. And especially when, when they went to the ooh, the ooh part, I, like, really liked that melody and the way she was delivering the line. Mm, yeah. And I was, like, start just starting to get into the vibe, and then, like, just my hair flew, flew back with the chorus. And then it turned into this, like, gang vocal slash, like, dancey, clubby thing, and I was just like, ah. You just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder. These go to 11. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I put it all the way to 11. <laughs> what, can you just make 10 higher? Um, it's 11. But these go to 11. <laughs> I think the song had a lot of potential. I will say, I like the first time I heard this song, I was like, yeah, I'm into it. I like the chorus is a little much. I like the music. Mm. I like her vocals. I like I like the beat. 
it kind of makes me feel happy. But then I really listen to the lyrics. Mm. Some of the lyrics are good, but the li- I can't even listen to the song anymore to be honest because I get annoyed mm. when it says I've something I've been hoping someone will love you, let me go. Like, listen, yo, you don't need to don't stay in this relationship. Yeah, because you need someone else to love the person like you're just hurting the relationship further so it almost made me annoyed by the lyrics and the concept where I'm like yo get out of the relationship Mm. like this is now just unhealthy and I don't like the message the message made me not like the song okay so I like can't even listen to it because I'm like nah so was she saying that like the other person was she saying that like the relationship wasn't working and like the other person like will find somebody so they should let her go no she's saying what I interpreted, what I think was, which is what Karis was saying, is she wants to leave the relationship, but she can't bring herself to do it. So she's hoping that the the her partner will catch on and just let her go. But she's like, yeah. but she's like, at the same time, she wouldn't feel right for even that to happen what? unless someone else is there to immediately take her place and love the, the person. Yeah. Dude, that's totally. Yeah. That's annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah just drop him, dude. Yeah. So then I like once I like really listen to the lyrics, I'm like, I can't even listen to this song anymore. Yeah. I there that's were really two lines that I did kind of like. Yeah, I agree. One was, or not like, but I had thoughts on. One was the we've been sleeping back to back. Yeah. Actually, I was like, no, like you know, that, that means sometimes you're just totally chill with a person, and it's like totally cool if you sleep like back to back. It's not even a big deal. Doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Um, the other line <laughs> but was, I think, but I think like if you always sleep back to back, I think that's like a good metaphor for like where the relationship is. Yeah, eh. I think it's true. <laughs> I mean, really always, yeah. Someone, you can yeah. fall asleep holding hands, like otters. Just like otters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aww. Um. Anyway. <laughs> well, I just saw a meme. I saw a meme that I agreed with, which is like. Uh-oh, you if you have a strong, beat? if you have a strong relationship and it's just like, no, nah, you're totally chill. Like you don't take little things like that. You don't, yeah, you don't yeah, overanalyze yeah. it. You're like, no, it's cool. We just, we we're more comfortable. So That's fair. Right. Anyway, uh, the other line was very simple. It's just like, I'd wish you'd hurt me more than I hurt you. Yeah. I was like, uh, oh, you know, yeah, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. I prefer to be the hurt party than the right one that is less hurt. But uh, eh. well, and maybe that, and maybe that kind of helps to explain like her guilt of of being the one to let him go because she's afraid that she'll hurt him more than she'll be hurt by it. So maybe that's a possible explanation for her not wanting to do it because she would rather she would rather him make the move so that she knows that he wouldn't be as hurt by doing it. Although I still feel like that's kind of shitty. It's shitty and it's kind of it's kind of like relieving herself of responsibility. Yeah. Because it's like if she recognizes that it's a bad relationship and she doesn't want to be in it anymore, then she shouldn't like wait for him to drop it. She should just like tell him like, "Hey, this isn't working." I you agree. Know? Like I like it's hard because I understand like the guilt that you get because you're like, if you break up with somebody, you don't want to like ruin their life, you know. But um, <laughs> that's, not, that's not, I I think think people should take more personal responsibility like right and but that's what yeah. i'm saying is it's like if you if you really if it really isn't working and you're really not happy then like it will ruin their life more if you string them along right. and yeah. then, i also i meant that i think in a way you not how you interpreted it was like you deciding you don't want to be in a relationship that's not it's not your fault how someone else takes that like yeah no other, totally it's totally. the other person's responsibility to like deal with their life and their feelings and yeah. their their well-being doesn't have to depend on on you 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that kind of it goes in line with what we've talked about before on the podcast about, like, being individuals within a relationship and with and outside of a relationship. So, sorry. I was trying to make that more dramatic, but I had to burp in the middle of that sentence. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Burping's good, man. Burping is good. Anyway, well, I think we're pretty much settled on that That was one, right, yeah. yeah. It was right. That chorus blew my hair back a little bit, though. <laughs> I was not ready for it at my, all. My eyebrows are gone. <laughs> just <laughs> sheared yeah. right off. Um, okay, so after Let Me Go, looks like the next one is uh, Marry Me by Thomas Rhett. That sounds really familiar. Because Marry Me is an old song from Bruno Mars. Oh, it is. Is this a cover of a Bruno Mars song? I don't no think so. Way. Thomas Rhett is country. Dude, that would be really, that would be too soon. Marry me. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's see what, let's see what this guy's got. <laughs> Body like a background. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so dumb. Oh, that's what I thought, but I think Seth liked it, right? Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Sam Hunt, right? It is Sam Hunt. You know what? Sam has a great voice, but you know what? Sam, you gotta switch it up, bro. Who's your writers? Well, and also, like, we were talking about it, and I didn't mention it then, but I thought of it later, and I was like, dude, comparing a girl to, like, a road you drive on, it's, like, kind of rude, right? It's kind of, kind of <laughs> hot. Like, Shit's let's, hot. Let's think about the condition of a back road. It's bumpy. <laughs> it's all, like, dirt. It's bumpy That's AF. Dirty. So are you saying she has, like, Really bad back acne. She's bumpy. I'm not sure what's happening. Are you saying that she's like dirty and like unpaved? <laughs> Is she ungroomed? Uh, Uncouth? I think she. I think he meant it's a rough ride. If you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, it wasn't me. It was the song. <laughs> Listen, man. I don't interpret the song. The song interprets itself. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah, Moving on. Been back acne. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was back Maybe acne. Maybe it's just a song about back acne. <laughs> Wait, but then he's like, I know it like the back of my hand, so what if he also has hand acne? Oh, he does. He definitely does. Is that possible? Uh, I don't know. He's, he works, his hands get greasy from working on tools. <laughs> you know, you know. Ugh. Can you imagine if someone had a bunch of acne in their palm? That would be... Oh, that's weird. That'd be super I weird. I thought you meant the back of your hand. I feel well, like if you had acne right. in your palm, it would basically be like having calluses. On you wouldn't be able to function. Right? You couldn't hold or grab things. You would keep popping. Ugh. Oh my god, Ugh. that'd be so disgusting. <laughs> insert, insert John Belushi, uh, uh, Animal House joke here. I'm a zit. Get it? All right, you bastard. Let's go right here. About popping zits. Oh, I've oh, seen yeah. that movie. No, yeah. great film. I saw that for the first time like four months ago. Oh, really? I liked it a lot. I was like, uh, okay, okay. I, I will. Whoa. Whoa. Is that Gator? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> I actually still think my favorite part of Animal House, though, is when it's, it's like one, it's like one 30 second clip, but it's like the best part of the whole movie, uh-huh. and I think you might know what I'm about to say. I'm curious if we have the same one. It's when, it's when, uh, John Belushi's walking down the stairs during the frat party, and the, and the guy is on the guitar, like, strumming and, like, serenading the girl, and, he breaks it. and John Belushi, like, picks it up and looks at it, and then just smashes it on the stairwell. Dude, That's, like, the that, best part of that whole movie. Yeah, that movie killed. There, that scene killed me, and then there's two scenes. That one and the other one was also with John Belushi. He's like basically spying on girls because he's a creeper. Oh right. 
but I, I just died. Like it gets totally quiet, and then it, like the shot just does goes like straight on him, and he's like like on a ladder looking in, and then he spikes the camera, and you have this like really funny like sensual flute come in, and he like <laughs> smiles at the camera. Oh my god! The weirdest thing. It made me laugh so hard. Dude, John Belushi is just a fucking like insane person in that movie, but. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's what makes it so good. Um, anyway, well, cool. Let's let's check out. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, dude. <laughs> Steve Irwin, John Belushi. Damn, we're just talking well, about one of dead people. Um, on that note, marry me. Yay! That song got way sad halfway yeah. through. Um, damn, that was not. Yeah, that was not where I thought that song was going. Um, I, yeah, I thought the lyrics were. I really liked the lyrics. I thought the lyrics in the beginning. I was like, this song is cheesy. But when the story unfolded of what it really meant, I was like, wow, this is deep. I feel like a lot of people can relate. It's like that person that you like really love but they don't feel the same way and it just got super serious so I appreciate the lyrics the music however I thought was really cheesy and it was trying too hard like I think the song could have been a lot more powerful if it was just Thomas Rhett and a guitar mm. like the music was way too cheesy there, there was like that timpani roll and like yeah. the symbols <laughs> the symbol like flare and shit it was too complicated <laughs> for the meaning of the words are so good that I want the music to be more simple yeah I feel like if there was like an acoustic version of that yeah. song it would be yeah, pretty I strong yeah I think so too I think so too yeah cause then it's almost like it's almost subversive at that point because then like if you don't pay attention to the lyrics it could just be another love song and yeah, then if you like do it's music. like oh this is really sad I thought uh, I thought it was an interesting choice that within the song he was like because I feel like in a lot of country songs it's like I'm gonna win you back like I'm gonna show you that I'm the man but I feel like in this song he was like kind of resigned to his fate and he was just like well like you're gonna marry somebody so I'm not gonna stop you like that's the choice you made I'm just gonna go cry in the back which was really sad <laughs> yeah he realized it was too late. He's like, yeah, and that she didn't like happy. him that way. Yeah, and she's happy. He's happy yeah. marrying someone. Yeah, um, I I appreciated that in the lyrics of like he wasn't gonna try to break it up just for himself. He was yeah. like, you're happy, so like I'm just gonna let it be. And I don't think she, and it, there is a line in there that inferred she didn't even know how he felt. Mm. Like he was like, I'm gonna tell you something. Like he was gonna tell her, but he didn't. And oh, so he's gonna okay. let her have her be happy. Damn. So I don't think she. It, it was inferring she didn't even know. Damn. Which also, like, I guess you could have said something earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but on another, eh, I, I honestly feel like, in most cases, if you're friends with someone, like, subtle things happen that let you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. So it's like if either the subtle things just didn't happen, or he was like for some reason too nervous to follow through on the signals if there were any yeah I don't know damn I don't know man <laughs> that was definitely the first real like bummer song we've had yeah. on the podcast though is it? yeah yeah it was a super bummer song yeah 
I, again, I think like you said, Karis, like, I kind of wish that the song... It's funny because this song, in comparison to a couple of other, like, love songs that we've had, mm-hmm. I thought... I was thinking of one... Oh, you know what? I was actually thinking of Perfect in in listening to this song. Because I was like, this song, the way that Thomas Rhett sings it, like, he really sells it a lot more than Ed Sheeran does, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but just the instrumentation just was so cheesy. It was bad. Um, it was like Hallmark Channel yeah. movie soundtrack. Lifetime. Yeah, I mean... Lifetime yeah. Girls movie. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime Girls movie. I don't think it was like excessive cheese, but... Yeah, it was... It was a little cheesy. It was a little on the cheese side. Yeah. It was, like, it was enough to make me not... It was enough to kind of take me out of the moment a little bit. Yeah, same. Um, so... Which is unfortunate because, again, like, I think it was really clever how it, like, snuck that on you. Mm-hmm. How it was, like, building it up to be, like, we're gonna get married. And then that one line where it's, like, but you're not marrying me. It's, like, oh, damn. Yeah. And then it's it gets so all, sad. And then it gets all sad. So... I don't know. I, I do wish that the instrumentation had been a little bit more, like, sincere, or at least a little bit more sneaky, um, instead of being so bombastically sad. Yeah, I, I want it to be just him and the guitar, or just him and the piano. Oh, yeah. That could have been cool. Just, like, mm. make it good. <laughs> just make a good <laughs> song, damn it. Just be great, God. God. What the fuck, man. Why you gotta... Why you gotta... paid for this why shit. Why are you putting the cheesy whiz... <laughs> You guys remember the cheese whiz spray? It was like in a whipped cream can, but you could you could score cheese. So, you remember the Goofy movie? There was that character that would get the cheese. I was gonna say that's literally the that's literally the the, the first and only time I've ever seen that product in even, the Goofy movie. Yes, even though I know it exists in real life, I've only ever seen it in the Goofy movie. It was so weird. He was like one of the high characters. He's like, yo, man. Wait, it's like in a tube. Yeah. yeah, like imagine like a whipped cream, like an can. aerosol can. Oh, yeah. oh, what are the, what's the, what, oh okay. it's just called whipped okay. cream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can, okay. but cheese, cheese. Whip. That sounds I think amazing. it's called cheese whip. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. It's in the Goofy movie. Yeah, the guy who does it has long hair. Yeah, it's literally like the son Max, who's like Max's friend. Yeah, because his dad, who's Goofy, is like, come on, let's go on this... Sorry. His dad, who is Goofy... <laughs> I just wish there was a descriptor for something, like, in Wikipedia. Like, his dad, who is also Goofy. Um, <laughs> but, no, but, like, when Goofy's like, come on, let's go on a bird trip, and Max is like, I don't know if I'm going to, and his dad's like, are you gonna hang out with your friend? And he turns to his friend, and he's, like, shaking the cheese whiz can, it's just spraying, and he's like... Max, look, it's the Leaning Tower of cheese <laughs> and he sprays oh, yeah. the cheese whiz like up a, like a I tower. I totally forgot about that. And Max is like, "Yeah, okay, let's go on the road trip." <laughs> I kind of kind of makes me want to buy a can of cheese whiz now. Oh man, I don't I even. I wonder what's in that. Next stop, Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what's in it, Karis. Definitely not cheese. <laughs> We're is... all gonna like text each other tomorrow. Like I'm so constipated. <laughs> made, yeah. made with real cheese flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what is made that with real mean? cheese asterisk bottom says flavor. All GMO. Yeah, dude. One, Genetically engineered. 1,000% GMO. Tested on animals. Literally Not just bacteria. <laughs> three yeah. chimps died to make this can. Oh. Sorry. Three, oh. Chimps, three chimps died to make this one can, so <laughs> you better feel bad. You better you better eat all that cheese whiz. Yeah, put it on your saltines. <laughs> just put it on everything. You're so salty. <laughs> put, it on your, put it on your face. <laughs> put it on your bread. Your toes. On your toes. <laughs> <laughs> Just put put on everything. 
Don't waste it. Top your coffee. <laughs> Just nice spattery of... Anyway, I don't know how we got on that subject. Sorry. Yeah, how do we start to go Josh went all silent. Uh, <laughs> Try not to throw up. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I have well, nothing to say I'm to you not people. entertained. <laughs> this goes to show you that Cheese Whiz is more <laughs> topic-worthy than the music of Marry Me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Josh is ready to move on. <laughs> it's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. Josh, yeah, Josh is secretly sitting here being like, I love cheese words. I don't know what you guys yeah. are talking about. Um, cool. Well, last song of the night, guys. How many do you do? Four. four. You do four. So this last one is... I think also a country song because it's by Brett Young. Okay. I, I think he's a country artist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's called Like I Loved You. Wondering if it's also going to be a I wanted to. Please don't disappoint us, Brett. Come on, Brett. Brett. Come on, Brett. Banjo. If there's not banjo in this song, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Yes. You Wait, what? <laughs> what was that? What was that, Josh? I was gonna say, do you want to do you want to bet a case of dew on it, whether or not a case of dew, a case of Mountain Dew? Oh, I'll, I'll... a case of no. Mountain I'm just dew. joking. I had a joke because like <laughs> I was arguing with my friend about the Steelers versus Patriots in the AFC Championship. Oh okay, God, I was what like, a game. I was like, I'll bet you, a, I'll bet you a two liter of dew. And he's like, he's like, you're, you're on, man. <laughs> Who won? Well, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Neither of us even like Mountain Dew, but. Dude, I'll bet I'll bet you Wait, a two we liter of dew. Each other, no, that was the regular season. I mean, like upcoming oh, in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, I'll bet you a two liter of dew that this song does have banjo in it. Does? Yes. I bet you a two liter of dew. I would bet you it does not, but okay. I don't. I don't want the dew. It's just a, <laughs> this would be a respect bet. So a respect bet, hypothetical dew involved. Bragging rights bet. Yeah. Okay. Hypothetical dew bragging rights. There's no. There's not gonna be banjo. It's totally gonna be banjo. There's not. Let's do it. Be friends, hang out on the weekend. You're gonna be okay if I start seeing somebody new. Hope that I do. It won't be long till I forget to call every time that I'm drinking. And you ain't the love song. I can't keep from singing. I gotta be honest. If you really believe that's the truth, you never love me like I loved you. So many feelings. I don't remember. I don't remember nothing. All I remember is shooting that damn gator. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing I remember before everything went dark was shooting that gator. When I was three years old, I had my first gator. When I was eight years old, I got my first rifle. When I was 12 years old, I shot my first gator. And now here I am. 13 years old, about to eat my first gator. <laughs> Fun fact, when I shot my first gear, also shot off my... <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. What was, what was that story? Excuse I wanted me. to say... <laughs> can't, can't no more sow my seed no more. Like, uh, when, when I shot my first skater, I was 11 and a half years old. Shot it. Pew, got it first time. Put the gun down. Just put it a little bit down. Pew, shot off my big toe. <laughs> You, you don't, Can you, you imagine if someone shot off their big toe? You didn't shot your big toe off there, Cletus. 
damn it, Bob. I told you not to play with that rifle. <laughs> I, I told you not to play with that rifle, son. Bocephus. Bocephus. Get the damn squirrel inside the house. It is a no, pet. I, I don't know why. Like, I was joking with my friends in 10th grade mm-hmm. about, you know, making fun of the South. And, my um, boyfriend's from the South. And, uh, <laughs> awkward silence. Anyway, uh, anyway, somehow, 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 I came up with the name Bocephus, Bo-Cephus. and like we just never lie. It's like B O W apostrophe C <laughs> apostrophe F U S. It's like never left me. It's just I always remember it. It sounds right. like Bocephus. It sounds like one of them city folk trying to give us names there. Bo-Cephus. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. Um, Both so, uh, so let's, yeah, so let's talk song. about this song. Um, you know, I actually like I I like this song a little bit more than the last one. I think. Me too. I really like his voice, Brett Young. His voice was solid. Yeah, his voice is great. I like that he wrote most of the song himself. I mm. appreciate that. There was a there was one line actually in particular that I really liked. Um, about like when he's in, when it's in the chorus and he's like uh, he's talking about like the the moment that he won't call her when he's drinking. Yeah, that's which, real shit. Which is some real shit because drunk dialing is like the purest form of like showing you care about somebody. In my opinion, I agree. It's when you're super drunk and you like have no control over who you're calling and you. It's like the person that's on your mind is like who you hit up. So I thought that was a really I thought that was a really cool line that was like a little bit more like subtly like nuanced with emotion. Yeah, I agree. So. I well, really there's agree. another layer because he's saying she's telling him it won't be long before you stop drunk dialing me. Right. And he's like, as if you really believe that, you know, clearly you don't understand how much I loved you. Oh, okay. He's like, because she's trying to console him, like. Oh, she sounds like a you'll B-word. find a girl, and you'll find a girl you're forget of. It's all be fine, blah blah blah. And, and, then and we he's can like, be friends. yeah, and we can be friends. And he's like, dude, you're just you know that's all horse shit. You're just right. trying, you're trying to pretend like I'm not being as hurt as I am. Gator shit. Because I love right. you. It's all a bunch of gator shit. But, uh, what does gator shit look like? Probably looks like white. Stringy. I don't know. I don't think it's white. Have you seen fish poo? It's like stringy. Yeah. I agree, yeah. No, I, I like, I agree with what you're saying, Josh. I, I, okay, his voice is phenomenal. I just feel like, lyric, lyrically, I appreciate country music more than popular music, because I feel like it's more raw and honest, and also it's like, you do, you don't need to hide meanings. Just if Mm. you're vulnerable and honest, people feel the meaning, and I feel like that's what's happening in this song. Right. But I feel like the music is becoming too poppy. It's like don't yeah, lose totally. don't lose what makes country music country music. Like keep to the guitar or the like the banjo or whatever you're gonna play and just yeah. make it a beautiful song. Don't like add in that pop. Totally. It takes yeah. away. Yeah, I mean there's been a huge rise in pop country in the last yeah, you know, man. decade or so. Back road, body like a back road. Body like a back road. For yeah, sure. country is you typically think of more Acoustic, um, yeah. physical instruments rather yeah. than like synth out. Like, don't sell mix. yourself short. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like a lot of like what <clears throat> it, what it is now. I feel like a lot of quote unquote like the style of old country is now considered Americana, and I feel like a lot of what used to be modern country is now basically like pop country. Yeah, I agree. Because like Americana is really taking up a lot of more of like the folk country roots, which is kind of what p- country used to be. Yeah. 
Um, Which so, is great. Yeah, so I personally find a lot of artists doing Americana that I really like and that I relate to more so than Chris like Stapleton. Yeah, like Chris Stapleton, Jason Isbell, mm. like a lot of a lot of those guys. Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, Simpson. Um, <laughs> yes. Hashtag Simpson. Um, it's a good guy. Big beard. Like most of them. Alan needs to grow his beard back. <laughs> I know. Dude. Yeah, our bass player friend, uh, definitely, he had this just great big bushy beard. A great big bushy beard. And uh, he shaved it all off and he just looks like a totally different person. He looks like... That being said, his hairdo is slick as hell. I think, yeah. do, but... keep the hair, grow the beard back. Really? Keep yeah. the Keep the hair, grow the beard? I don't really know what the hair looks like now, but just don't ever not have the beard. The hair, his hair actually, he he like, um, it's almost pompadour esque. Actually, it's like a short pompadour. Have you ever had a pomegranate? Have I ever had a pomegranate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- yeah, yes, I have. You said pompa, whatever, and it reminded me of pomegranate. Yes, there's a there's this... that reminded me. Uh oh, <laughs> uh oh. Obscure reference coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like, was it the last episode where I referenced Newt Hampson's book Pan? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, that anyway, reference is way too deep. I started laughing really hard. No, it's just like this Norwegian writer. What but, is it called? Uh, it's a book called Pan by Newt Hampson. Pan or Pam? My name is Pam. Are you saying Pan or Pam? <laughs> Oh, oh no! It's Pam. I, it was there's an M N, but the N is silent. That's that's Pam, what the problem. P A M M. No, it's just one M. Pam. <laughs> <laughs> that's Step a Step Brothers reference. If uh, no one's seen it, please see it. One of the best comedy movies, I would say. No, I literally had this Classic. weird flashback oh. when you when you were saying pomegranate repeatedly of <laughs> being in. Uh, I think I was in a myth mythology class, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the correct reference but there's something about I think it's the daughter of the lord of the underworld mm-hmm. Hades something like Is to do with underworld? her yeah. there's some story about her and a pomegranate and oh yes, there is. Do you remember? I don't remember what it is. Pomegranate so. is a sign of fertility. No, sorry, prosperity. So I think what the story is, I'm totally, I'm probably totally fucking this up, but it was actually, um, I think it was Demeter. It was her daughter, who was offered to Hades, I think, for something, um, which is the reason why the seasons are around, is because, like, the time that her daughter was offered to Hades is when winter comes, because she mourns. Mm-hmm. Um, it does definitely has something to do with a pomegranate. I think it had something to do with, like, a bet of, yeah. like, whether or not she would take the pomegranate, and she did, and so, like, she yeah. was given to Hades, and so, then, like, yeah, her some, mom mourned. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. There's actually... I don't know if, how much of Greek classical literature you guys are into, but there's a story... <laughs> read it in the daily... You know, read it on the read it on the daily. <laughs> nice. I don't know how much there is, so I don't know how long you can read it on the daily for. But uh, I don't know. There's probably a lot. Anyway, I think there's a story of um, ooh, I forget who actually, but there's a story of of like one of like the Greek heroes who actually ends up going into the underworld to try to get the daughter back mm-hmm. from Hades. This. Yeah. Um. I forget who the I forget who the hero is. Um, um, not Hercules. It wasn't Heracles, no, because he Achilles. Heracles. <laughs> Listen, man, it's Heracles. Okay, you want to get real nerdy on this shit, dude? I'm so ready to get nerdy. Is it uh, Augustine or Augustine? 
Well, it depends on if you're Roman or Greek. Oh, so. oh, oh. oh snap! Oh, snap! Shots fired! Shots fired! Uh, no, 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 I know you're right, but that's I'm laughing because very few people would not say Hercules. No, I know, and and the reason why is because Heracles... The, so the reason why his name was Heracles, I'm just going to say this for people listening to the podcast, we're really into Greek culture because I know there's like one of you out there. Uh, <laughs> it's for your benefit. It's just you listening back. Yeah. <laughs> I am the one. I'm just telling this to myself so I yes. can hear it later and be like, oh, that's yes. a sick bird. Yes, yeah. Um... Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm, like, touching my own shoulder and be like, ow, it's so hot. I want to marry myself. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, yes. So, the reason why Heracles, like, why that name is so important is because when Zeus, because the goddess Hera, right, mm-hmm. who's Zeus's wife, she's all like, what the fuck, Zeus? You're banging all these chicks. Keep your pee-pee inside the pants. Keep it, keep it in your pants, please. Your toga. You keep it in your robes. Your robes. Uh, this is literally a dude who turned into a beam of light to impregnate a chick who was locked in a cage because the king knew that Zeus was a horny motherfucker, and Zeus turned into a beam of light in Just order to impregnate. Yes, exactly. Wow. So that's that guy. So basically, he banged some chick, and uh, the son was named Heracles, almost in spite of Hera because it has it has the name Hera in it. Oh. So that's why Hera was specifically like, I'm going to fuck that kid up. Like, that kid's going to be, like, my number one priority of, like, fucking his life up. Oh, so she constantly goes after him. Right. So she's the one that sends the serpents to try to kill him in his crib. She's the one that actually frames him so that he has to do all the trials. Um, she's wow. she's the one that just fucks yeah. up everything in his life because she hates him like with a fiery passion. Because of passion. Zeus's, um, yeah. because right because yeah. him living like his very name is like proof of Zeus's infidelity to her. Wow, that's nuts! I didn't know that. Yeah, so he so she's like fuck that. I'm gonna ruin his life. Crime of love, love of crime. What is it called? Passionate uh, crime, crime, crime of passion. Crime of passion. Yeah, whatever. For sure. I'm in grad school. <laughs> Hashtag grad school. Hashtag grad school. <laughs> one plus one is two. Yes. Thank you. Two You're plus welcome. two is four. Two plus two is four. Ticka, 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 <laughs> yes. Um. So anyway, there's your there's your history lesson. Um, well, now comes the time in the show. It's one of the one of the tougher parts in the show where we rank all the four songs that we've heard tonight. Ooh. Yeah, it's tough. Tonight's going to be especially tough because we had two country songs that were kind of similar. In scope, and we had two uh, two pop songs that were mm-hmm. sort of doing their thing. I think I know what my ranking is. Yeah, I think I know what my ranking is. All right, too. you guys go first. Okay, um, Karis, you're the guest of honor, so. Oh, I think the train knows what its top is too. <laughs> beep beep, says the train. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So I would say for the ranking of the four songs, for yes. me personally, number one, Brett Young, what is it called? Look, love, Like I Loved You. Like I Loved You, number one, Brett Young, Like I Loved You. Number okay. two, Finesse, Cardi B, and Bruno Mars. Okay. Number three, Thomas Rhett, Marry Me. And okay. number four, Let Me Go, or whatever, right. uh, Haley Steinfeld. Cool. It's a pretty solid list. Hmm. Um... I think I'm similar to you, except I think that I would put finesse first. I think I'd put finesse yeah, first. That yeah, that was my that was my qualm, man. My right, qualm. that's kind of the tough one because um, 
It's just so I, there's something that I liked about it, and it was it was very uplifting, and it had a catchy hook, even yeah. though it was a very obvious sample. I really liked. I actually liked the throwback vibe a lot. Me too. Yeah. Um and. TBT. Yeah, and although it was, you know, there were certain things to be desired, it wasn't a perfect song, uh, it definitely was a song that, that grabbed hold of me and didn't let go of my attention, so I would give it the top. And then, yeah, as as far as the two country songs, uh, the Brett Young one barely edges out the other one, only because of its instrumentation being slightly yeah. more interesting. If the, if the, like um, the lyrics. yeah, I like, I kind of like the, the structure like the lyrical structure of the other song more. Marry me. Yes. Yeah. I like the lyrical structure of that one more, but I felt the instrumentation was weaker, so I'm gonna put that third, and then fourth is gonna be the the Steinfeld one. Just, <laughs> just because I still can't find my eyebrows after getting them blasted off my face from that chorus. Yeah, and like leave the right. guy, man. Have yeah, some just, guts. Yeah, leave his ass. Little girls um, listen to your music. That's right. Teach them good lessons. That's right. Okay. Fuck. This is like might be. The hardest week. It's tough. So, Last week was also really hard, too. I did talk some shit about finesse. Oh, <laughs> mm. I talked mm. some shit on it, but I'd have to give it number one. Cause yeah. like Cardi B. I liked Cardi a lot. <laughs> Me too. And, like, even though it was a novelty song, I still enjoyed it. Honestly, it's like, if that came on at a party or a club or anywhere, I would get down. Like, it's... Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, I feel it. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Well, do you know what's? Do you know what your um, bottom song is? No, like the, the the. Oh, okay. The next three, there's like pros and cons for all of them. Yeah. Okay. So it's like. Uh, I know. I rated Haley's song last just because I don't like the lyrics. Mm. But I do like a lot of. I feel the, the vocals. Okay, I'm just gonna go with my gut. Yeah. I would give the Haley song number two. Whoa. Okay. Because okay. I like my as much as I didn't like the chorus and I didn't like the dance vibe switch, mm-hmm. it was like they were both okay. And because I liked the intro and outro so much and the mm-hmm. and the melody and chords and like her voice, like that has the most like re listenable quality to it. And yeah. I'd be like, Oh, it's okay. And then among the country songs I also disagree with you guys of <laughs> I would Or did you put Marry Me above I would put Marry Me above it. Like okay. I liked I liked that guy's voice and I liked the story and the lyrics more on Word. that one. Okay. So much so that I would pick that slightly above the Brett Young. Brett Young. Mm-hmm. So Brett Young's number four. Sorry, Brett. You know, and actually <sighs> Shit. It's hard it's hard because when you mention that, I do feel like it because for me I'm kind of questioning like what my values are as far as like what what do I value the most in a song? Yeah. And for me I actually do think I value the lyrics, the lyrical construction. Me too. Slightly more, cause you know because the other because the other country song the Brett Young one like it was cool, but there's so many other country songs that sound like that, and like have like a similar sort of like production and vibe, and the Brett Young song. Or no, not the Brett Young song. The um, Thomas Rhett. the Thomas Rhett song was at least trying something different with its lyrics, and I thought it succeeded there. So yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to change my rankings, dude. I think it's gonna be for me. It's gonna be finesse, marry, marry me, like be, I love you, like I love you, and then um, let me go. I think that's gonna be my ranking. I like it. Blamo. 
Shablam. Shablam. Well, uh, that's the episode, so... Huzzah. 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 Pocket sand. <laughs> Pocket sand? Now you know Dale Gribble from Hank. From oh, Hank, yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, that Pocket a, sand. Damn, that like, was a deep cut. Yeah. Pocket sand. That was from know, King I don't Hill. know why he does from that, King but he's Hill. like... He's like trying to escape someone, or yeah, like, or like fight someone or something, and he's just like pocket sand, like out of nowhere. He has sand in his pocket, and he like throws it in their face. Dang, it's like that's pocket kind sand, of a and then he like runs weapon. away. Yeah, that's amazing. It is, yeah. If you're ever that in trouble, really throw someone off. If you're yeah, in trouble, dude. it's like pocket sand, like pocket, oh, fuck, and pocket then you just sand. Run away. <laughs> Shit, stays in my eye. Yeah, FYI, kids, self defense classes, pocket sand. That's your first lesson. I'm gonna look that up on YouTube when I get home. Pocket sand. Um, well, thanks for listening in. Y'all the best. Uh, thank you for Karis for being on the show. Thank you. This is fun. It was super fun. And uh, tune in next week for more exciting Billboard Hot 100 coverage. Um, I've been Seth. I've been Josh. And uh, we've been 40s and 40s. Thank you so much. Cheers. 40s. 40s and 40s. 40s. See you next week. Bye. Ah.